welcome to the podcast. This is episode 13 of Backseat Directors, and I am your host, Andre Hutchins. And on today's podcast, I have my very good friend and a very uh, supportive um, listener of Backseat Directors, all the way from Reno, Nevada, Doug. How's it going, man? Good. Awesome. How are you? Hey, not bad. Not bad. How's uh, how's this, your Sunday evening right now? It's good. Trying to get a little peace in between the crying. <laughs> Everyone, uh, Doug just had a baby. How's uh, how's life with your new baby, man? It's a change. It's quite a shakeup, but uh, getting used to it, and uh, it's, it's been exciting. It's been a it's been a beginning to a fun ride, I, I think. So. <laughs> Well, man, D- Doug and I, we met uh, some, num- some number of years ago, and uh, neither of us were married. Now we're both married, and Doug beat me to having kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, Doug, dude, I- I'm-, I'm really excited to do this podcast with you. When I-, when I first announced the podcast, you were one of the first people, and I actually think you might may have been the first person to uh, text me and said, hey, I want to be on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I-, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. I probably was. I knew that new alien movie was coming out. So, oh yes, oh yeah. No, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll give some more kind of background uh, to uh, this week's movie um, and how how that kind of came to be. Um, but uh, let's let's uh, let's have our listeners get to know you, Doug, and we're gonna ask some get to know you questions. Now it's time for some get to know you questions. All right, you ready? Sounds good. Yeah. All right, all right, man. Question number one. Now, if you were stuck on a desert island and there's only one movie you could watch for the rest of your life, what is that movie going to be? That would have to be Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> if I'm going to be stuck there by myself, I need to be entertained. I don't. I don't want to sit there in, in agony. So. And Dumb and really. Dumb and Dumber is a movie that's not going to get old for you. Never. <laughs> Never, never. Oh, man, that's a good choice. All right, man. Question number two. What is your favorite movie theater snack? Have to go with Bunch of Crunch. With what? Bunch of Crunch. What the heck is Bunch of Crunch? I've never heard of it. It's like a crunch bar, you know, the Nestle Crunch Bars, but it's it's broken up into like little almost pieces of popcorn. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know I know Nestle Crunch, but I I, I didn't know it, it's it's like bite size then. Yeah, it's bite size, and it's they're all different shapes, and you know it's kind of like chop, chocolate flavored or chocolate covered popcorn. <laughs> so you get both best of both worlds there. Yeah, man, that's good. That's good, dude. Costco Costco has this. Um, oh man, it, it's kind it, it's it's popcorn, and it's mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's like salted popcorn, but then it's it's drizzled in white and uh, milk chocolate and it it's only seasonal, man, but Holy cow, dude, that stuff is addicting. So man, if this bunch of crunch really? is anything like that, I think I can dig it. Yeah. I'll have to look for that. I'm <laughs> in the Costco. All right, man. Question number three, what was the first movie that made you cry? Can you remember? Oh yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh really? Sitting in, sitting in the theater watching Titanic. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh man so it was in the theater it wasn't it wasn't like in the privacy of your own home no well it was dark so i don't think anybody saw it but yeah okay let, let's okay you got to be honest with everyone now all right what what was the scene that made you cry was it uh was it, it was uh, the ending 
the, the <laughs> fact that he died right there. I, I wished he had made it. Oh, see, I was. I thought you were going to say when uh, she tossed the uh, diamond necklace into the ocean. <laughs> that's what made no, you cry. <laughs> that that turned my stomach a bit. No, that's good, man. Titanic. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I wasn't expecting that one. I I I had some ideas, but that that one was a. Uh, not one that I had in mind. All right. Okay. Question. Sure. Question number four. Do you have a favorite movie director and/or actor? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rob Zombie would be my favorite director. Really? Yeah. He's his movies are just they're they're almost cringeworthy, but he'll take you on a ride. You'll you'll feel all your emotions that you that you can feel, and um. He's he, he takes you on a ride. I mean, he, he goes the real high highs and real low lows. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna be honest. I honestly don't think I've ever seen a Rob Zombie movie. Has he done a lot? Yeah, I think he's directed maybe in thirteen or something, thirteen movies or Whoa, something like that. Serious? Mm-hmm. No uh, way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the, his remake of Halloween, I thought was really, really, really well done. Wait, 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 wait. He he did a remake of like it's. It's like Halloween with like uh, um, yeah, Mike, the, Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. It was the last one that came out in the theaters, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It was, it was the one that that's the one that he did. Really? There's well, because mm-hmm. I know there's been like I don't know, like eight, nine, ten different versions of Halloween. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I believe his was the last one. I think he did it maybe four years ago or so, maybe oh. something like that. Okay, because I know I haven't seen that movie. I know I've seen I've seen like the first I don't know three or four halloween movies um Mm -hmm. uh and and i like those those are good those are kind of like just like you know classic slasher horror movies from like and those those are old too i think i think the first one may have came came out in the 70s maybe 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 not that old yeah with jamie lee curtis yes yes Uh well did jamie lee curtis did did she play in the one with rob zombie because i know she's played in some of the newer ones Um, i don't think she did i don't remember seeing her in it Jeez, man, that's good, man. That's good, Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, man. Well, what's do you have a favorite Rob Zombie movie? Probably Devil's Rejects was probably the is is he does it it, it his tactics on on making you feel like jump out of your seat or or just cringe at, at what you're looking at. It, it's just so simplistic and realistic that I, I think that that's what really makes it a good movie or good makes him a good director on, on the movies. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm assuming it's Rob Zombie. Dude, I had, I had one of his albums in high school. <laughs> 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 you, you probably know which one I'm talking about. I, I couldn't even tell you the name of it, but I got it because of like one song. Um, oh, yeah. I, I can't remember though, but Oh geez. Um, yeah. I, I, dude, I honestly like, I don't watch too many horror movies, um, but uh, I know, dude. I know there's a lot of people that love that kind of stuff. So, so yeah. Sure. All right, man. Okay, last question. All right, if you could change the ending of oh, any- I still, I still oh, yeah. have a fa- I still have a favorite actor. Oh, my bad, man. My bad. Okay, let's hear it. Javier Bardem. Okay, you got. Give me some more detail. I, I, I don't. He, I don't think I played, know who he is. He played the bad guy in uh, James Bond. With the with the, half of his face comes off. Um, oh. He was in No Country for Old Men. Yeah, No was, Country for Old Men. He so he plays in the yeah. uh, the the new um, Pirates of the Caribbean movie that's coming out yeah, this weekend. He's in that. Yep, he's in that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, he's good. He's yeah. good. Good choice. Oh, yeah. Now, 
Yeah, I, I know. Um, I I know him in all those movies. I I I guess I just didn't know his name. That's good, man. Yeah, I I dude, I remember him in No Country or yeah, No Country for Old Men, dude. Oh, yeah. he, he was intense, intense. His, his scene at the gas station, just sitting there with the coin. Jeez. Yeah, it just gives you chills. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good, man. That's good. Um, yeah, good choice, man. Okay, okay. Now, last question. Okay, Doug, if you could change the ending of any movie, which would it be, and how would you change it? All right. This one was a little tough. I, I, as much as there's times when I feel like a movie should have a different ending, I, I understand the need for it to end the way it does. Yeah. But one, <laughs> one ending that just of a movie that I saw that just it never sat well with me and I hated it is uh, the ending of X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh man, the one that came out just last year. Uh, no, the one before that, this was the one they, they travel back in time. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I remember it cancels every single X-Men movie that came out prior to that. And you know, everybody, the whole series that, that they've been releasing movies, right. people, people right. come and go. And yeah, I mean, now everything starts back from square one and, and I, I, I just, I didn't like how they did that. Yeah, and I I think because uh, I know there. I mean, you're definitely not alone in in uh you know kind of being displeased with how that movie was. But I, I I had heard that like that was like their attempt to reboot you know X Men you know reboot it and make it um you know just so they could tell different stories instead of the ones that had already been told. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's good. Well, okay. Well. So how I guess how would you change it? I would have had a lot of the characters that were dead already stay dead, not not bring them back. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, because so this question, and and you're you're definitely not the only one to uh, kind of maybe uh, have to think hard about this question. So I asked this question one because I think it provides like everybody um, kind of a chance to just you know I, I mean the name of the podcast is you know backseat director, but so like. You know, even movies, movies are very, um, you know, they're, they're just kind of like an artistic form for the directors and actors that do them. And so, you know, and, and art is very um, subjective, you know, so it's mm-hmm. just kind of like up for interpretation, you know, so people have many different ways of expressing their art and it doesn't mean everybody's going to like it. So it, and that's okay. You know, so there are definitely some movies, at least for me, I know out there that, man, I hated the ending and I just wish it did it in that way. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right, man. No, that's good. That's good. I like I like all those answers. That's good, man. Okay. So, all right, Doug, our our listeners have gotten to know you a little bit and now we're going to we're going to intro this. Well, okay. So, side note, side note. So, I say this week's movie. Um even though this podcast is going to come out um later this week, it's going to come out there there're going to be two podcasts coming out this this week. So, it's not necessarily just this week's movie, but it's going to kind of be the double feature of this week's movie cuz sometimes I get lucky and I get to see two movies and that was the case this past week. So, this week's double feature movie, all right? Backseat Directors presents this week's movie. This week's movie or double feature movie is Alien Covenant. We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Movie details. Alien Covenant is the next chapter to Ridley Scott's 2012 movie Prometheus. 
Prometheus was a very controversial film as it was equally loved and hated by movie fans and critics alike. Its box office numbers did not fare well and a new direction to the film was introduced. Alien Covenant is that new direction. Set almost 10 years after the events in Prometheus, a large-scale colonization mission sets off from Earth on a ship called Covenant. The ship is carrying a crew of 15 with over 2,000 colonists who who are uh, awaiting their arrival on their new home world. However, Covenant receives a mysterious transmission that seems to be from one of the only surviving crew members from Prometheus. The Covenant captain decides to go investigate this transmission and takes a detour to a different planet, but on this planet awaits horrors none of the crew could have ever imagined. <laughs> so, Alien Covenant, um, I, I want to just let all of you listeners know, there are two uh, short like two minute, two and a half minute prologue movies that are, I think, very important to see um, that are not included in the movie, but so they are, you know, produced by the movie and by the cast and things like that. But for some reason, they just weren't included in the movie. So if you go on YouTube um, or if you go to the IMDb, IMDb page of Alien Covenant, you can find those two short little videos. Um, and I will include the link in the in the show notes. So if you uh, just swipe over um, or tap on the screen for the details of of. Uh, for the show notes. And I'll just have a link to each of these movies uh, if you guys are planning on seeing Alien Covenant because I think they are very important to watch. Okay. Um, With that said, Alien Covenant uh, had a release date on May 19th, 2017 in the United States. It has a running time of two hours and two minutes. And it is rated R for sci-fi violence, bloody images, language, and some sexuality and nudity. Okay, parents, this is a film not suited for children. Do not bring your children to this movie. Do not let your children bring or, or go see this movie. This this film is rated R for a reason, and I highly recommend that you be over really the age of 17 or whatever the the uh, movie rating rule is for rated R movies. But um, anyway, yes, this is a movie not for kids. Don't take your kids. Don't let them see it. Uh, Alien Covenant stars Michael Fassbender as both David and Walter. Uh, His character David is a reprisal from the 2000 film Prometheus. He is the only character from that movie that continues on to Alien Covenant. Catherine Watterson plays uh, Daniels. Billy uh, Crudup as Captain Orem. And Danny McBride as Tennessee. Any fan of comedy would readily recognize Danny McBride as he has been uh, been in such films as Pineapple Express this is the end, and one of my personal favorites, Hot Rod. Catherine Watterson most recently starred in the 2016 movie Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them as Tina Goldstein. Alien Covenant is directed by Ridley Scott, who is the creator and director of the very first and original Alien movie from 1979, which stars Sigourney Weaver. Ridley Scott has been behind the helm of a great many movies, and some of his most well-known and successful movies have been Gladiator, Black Hawk Down, and the 2015 movie, The Martian. Um, Alien Covenant had a production budget of $97 million, and it had a very successful opening weekend in the U.S., as Alien Covenant brought in over $36 million just over its initial weekend. And the movie has already surpassed its $97 million production budget, with the ticket sales reaching almost $118 million worldwide. And these early financial successes uh, have most certainly guaranteed a sequel 
for this film. Okay, Doug, we we are going to jump into this movie review. Are you ready? Backseat Directors Movie Review. Let's do it. All right, man. So, Doug, when you when you messaged me uh, right when I announced this podcast, man, I was not surprised that you asked uh, you wanted to review Alien Covenant with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's because if correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm the one that introduced you into the Alien franchise. Yes. Yep, that is correct. But you you started off you started off pretty good because you had not seen any of the alien movies and the first movie we went to go see was Prometheus, right? Yep, that's cr- yep. Yeah, so all the way back in 2012, we went and saw Prometheus. So just because okay, this is kind of I I want dude, I just want to do a lot of background on this because I think it's going to add to our review of Alien Covenant. What did you sure. think of, what did you think of Prometheus? It was, I was almost at the, at the edge of my seat. I, I mean, it was twists and turns and, um, you really didn't know. I mean, I was expecting just kind of like a gory horror movie, but it, it ended up being a lot more than that. I mean, there were definitely some gore, definitely some, uh, some very interesting scenes, but it, it, it just takes you on, on a ride and it really sets you up for, for something else. Yeah. And, um, and it was more than just about an, about aliens. Like I had seen the previews, I knew what the alien movies were at the right. time. But right, but Prometheus was more about the engineers. Yes, yes, it was. It, in a word to describe it, at least for me, it was provocative. You know, mm-hmm. it it asked questions that none of the other alien movies asked right sure mm-hmm. so i guess okay so what was your take then so when when you saw prometheus when we saw prometheus and then when you came over to my place and we watched alien did like you feel like the two movies connected well you know the original no. the old the old alien yeah the i didn't know i didn't think that there was a whole lot i thought there was a lot missing i mean sure at the end of prometheus you see an alien for the first time but, right right but it it didn't really come close to explaining anything much of you know i mean i, I don't i don't think so i, I th- there definitely seemed like there was a lot missing there okay okay so which which movie i guess out of all the alien movies not 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 alien covenant but the other alien movies and the prometheus which would you say is probably the most scary that you that you saw i'd say the f- aliens the second one Oh really? Oh okay. I think I think there was just a lot more, a lot of a lot more gotcha moments, I guess. Okay. It just, just kind of get you, but uh, um, but but yeah, that's that's all. I, I think number two was was this was the scariest to me. Yeah. No. And okay. So and I I've already kind of talked about this on uh on one of the previous podcasts I did with Holly when we reviewed Life. You know, so I I don't know if you saw Life, but you know, Life was. Life was mm-hmm. uh, it was supposed to be kind of like a sci-fi horror thriller movie, and and uh, that's what I was hoping it was, but it, it really wasn't for me just because I think uh, I became hooked on the kind of the sci-fi horror genre when I was a kid, dude. It's mm-hmm. for some reason, man. My parents and I, I don't blame my mom, but it's probably my dad though. He let me he let me watch these alien movies way too young, way too young. I think I was probably eight the first time I saw like alien and aliens. Right. So (laughs) just a little bit too young, but man, dude, those, those things, dude, those movies, it, 
it haunted me every night for years and years. Like I'm telling you, man, the reason why like I'd sneak into my parents' room and like sleep on the floor at night as a kid was because of these movies. Dude, oh, Alien, wow. Alien and Aliens was just that was always just my it, it was like my uh it was my boogeyman. I, honestly, it was it was my boogeyman. And I told my wife though, leading up leading up to Alien Covenant, dude, like a week before the movie, I was kind of like psyching myself out. And dude, I had I had another alien dream, man. And I I gotta tell you, <laughs> dude, I, I gotta tell you, man, it was scary. It was scary, man. Yeah, so uh <laughs> Okay, so okay, so Prometheus is it's kind of a prequel to the alien films but it's different right it, it's like mm-hmm. it's like in the same world as alien but it's it doesn't tie directly into the original alien with sigourney weaver right sure mm-hmm. it has like elements it has like bits and pieces that are kind of this you know very similar and like makes you ask more questions but yeah prometheus it was never supposed to be like a direct sequel to alien right correct yeah. um and uh and so I guess so since you saw Prometheus first though before the alien movies and I'm just going off of what you said though you were you were a fan of Prometheus right oh yeah absolutely yeah so same here I loved it I loved it and I loved it because it wasn't it wasn't alien you know it, it was it was something very familiar but there was an eeriness and just kind of this un it just you kind of have like an unsettling feeling about the whole story behind prometheus and yeah like you know it it asks really deep questions like sure you know where did we come from why are we here you know if if we didn't evolve from monkeys basically you know then how did we get here oh well they're engineers well why did they put us here you know like all these questions right and the movie just it really makes you think. And that's one of the reasons why I love Prometheus. So, so with all that said, leading up to Alien Covenant, were you pretty pumped to see Alien Covenant? Oh, yeah. I was counting down the days. Dude, same here, man. I was, it, it's, it probably was my, one of my most anticipated films for this year. I was pumped. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Doug, after seeing Alien Covenant, and you saw it just yesterday, right? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. What was your initial reaction after the movie was over? The Michael Fassbender deserves an Oscar for that. <laughs> he was, he stole the show. I mean, there's I, I've never seen seen somebody play two different roles like that so well. Yeah. That are directly interacting with each other the whole time. Yeah. I mean, that was that was great. Um it was i think a lot of people would look would see the movie and think that it's kind of maybe a little boring because there wasn't it definitely was not as exciting action wise it definitely didn't follow the mold of any other alien movies or right right um i don't i don't think it was even nearly as jumpy as uh prometheus was yeah but but it seems like it's definitely setting up for something a lot bigger and okay. i think that there's going to probably be more movies they definitely left it open for for more movies. Um, okay. But, well, I'll, I'll tell you this right now that there are going to be more movies. I think, I think they said, um, I think they said at least three, I think are, are planned. Nothing's been officially announced, but I'm pretty sure at least three additional 
movies are planned. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's going to be exciting. But, yeah, I think it's just, it, it was definitely a setup movie. It, it was It was just kind of setting the scene for really what's to come. Okay. All right, man. So, and, <laughs> and I told you, uh, I, I, when, uh, when you said that you had seen the movie finally, or I think, I think when you text me and I, you knew that I had seen the movie, you know, you, you asked what, what did I think? And I said, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it for the podcast. Right. Cause I want, I want everything to be fresh. Mm-hmm. So, all right, man, this, this was my, this was my initial take on the movie after I got done seeing it. And I've had a few days now to kind of think about it and just, you know, let it simmer for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dude, my my initial impression of the movie, man, was I was disappointed. I was really yes, yes. I was, I dude, I was so disappointed, man. Oh my gosh, I and Why? I okay, <laughs> and we'll we'll go into it. I'll it'll kind of be a part of it'll definitely be part of my critiques. But uh, dude, I was disappointed, and it just it wasn't. It wasn't a Prometheus sequel. It wasn't. And everything that Prometheus had set up and everything that Prometheus had introduced was just done away with. And it was done away with pretty quickly. And I did, I was just, I don't know. Like, okay, Prometheus, Prometheus got a bad rap, especially among those who were big alien fans. When Prometheus came out, they were disappointed because it really wasn't like an alien movie, right? They wanted to see the xenomorphs. They wanted to see the aliens, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But there were those like you and me were like, we really liked it. I was totally captivated by the story and just how like creepy and eerie and like just captivating the whole story was. I, I love the movie. You know, it, it has, you know, it's not a perfect movie by any means, but the questions that it makes you ask and kind of where the movie leads you to was so intriguing and i i really liked prometheus but man dude this movie it just i was disappointed (laughs) i was disappointed big time (laughs) see i think that it's following the same the same guys of what what prometheus was so in prometheus when uh david and um i forget the doctor's name the the dr elizabeth shaw no, not Shaw, the, the, her husband. Her oh, boyfriend. yeah, 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 yeah. When they were talking, when they were at the pool table. Yes. Um, and he, David said, what were you looking to find? And he's like, and he says uh, something like, to, be, to, uh, why, meet our, to meet our maker. Yeah, why did they make us? Yeah. And David asked him, why did, your, why did you make me? He said, well, because we could. And he said, well, wouldn't it be disappointing if they told you that? Oh, man. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's so a good, that's a good memory. <laughs> David, David is, you know, he's, he's a lunatic robot clearly. And now he's basically that creator. Like he, he had also mentioned that, uh, towards the end of Prometheus, he said, um, sometimes to create life, you have to destroy it. Right. And so right. the moment he gets to the, well, and that's I, well, yeah, and that I mean that's the whole synopsis of Prometheus because that's the opening scene, that's the very yeah. opening scene of Prometheus. Yeah, in mm-hmm. order sometimes in order to create life, you have to destroy it. Yes. So I think that David's taking the place of the creator essentially, and he's somebody that's never going to die. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. He's a forever being essentially. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. 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 So let's, um, and okay. And just remember Doug, um, when we, uh, when we give our critiques and our, and our highlights though, it will avoid spoilers. And I know, I know probably a lot of people, at least that have seen the movie, they'll want to talk spoilers and like dig deep down. But for now we'll just, you know, cover things that, you know, that are non-spoiler. Sure. So no big climax, you know, type, uh, type reveals, anything basically in the trailer is free game, all of that. Okay. So mm-hmm. tell me, so tell me your, tell me your critiques. Tell me what you didn't like about the movie. The, I just, I didn't like that. It was kind of slow. It was, it was a lot more of just setting a scene as opposed to any action. You, you really, you don't see any aliens for the most part. I didn't think nothing. There, there it wasn't exciting, I guess. Okay. A step it, get at the edge of your seat, uh, movie. Yeah, no, but, no, uh, dude, I agree. I, I thought it was kind of dull. Like, I, I, I wasn't scared at all, and I was hoping to be scared, and and I wasn't, not at all. Yeah, no, not at all. It's, it was definitely by no means a scary movie at at any point of it. I mean, there there are gory scenes. You know, there's definitely it's like it's like a sci-fi horror movie. You know, so there's like, you know, there's some gory scenes, a little bit of blood, <laughs> but it, it's not like, yeah. it's not scary. There's no alien abortions or anything. I mean, there's it's not, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing crazy like that. Right. I mean, I, think, right. I, I can recall maybe one scene, but that's it. That's it, though. I mean, that's other than that, it was it was it was definitely a very slow paced movie. Okay. Okay. What else? Honestly, that was my only critique about it because I I really liked it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um. All right, man. Get buckle up, man. Get ready. Okay, <laughs> here I come. <laughs> so, just going back to what I was saying, just from my my initial thoughts, my my biggest disappointment was that the movie the movie did not it did not yeah it had the elements of the Prometheus story yeah it had like you know the engineers from Prometheus in it a little bit. And yes, you had David, one of the main characters from, you know, Prometheus in this movie, you know, so Michael Fassbender takes up his role again as David. And he is like, he's the main feature of the movie really. And yeah, arguably probably the best, the best acting performance of the movie. Um, but dude, they just, they totally trashed the Prometheus story. They just got rid of it. So not, I mean, not, you know, not to give away what actually happened, but in an attempt to remove Prometheus from the alien story, they just, they got rid of it and they got rid of it in like one fell swoop. And now there is no reason to ever go back to the engineers, like the world of the engineers or any of those questions that we asked ourselves from the first movie they're just done. Like it's done. And and it wasn't really even answered. Like n- none of those questions were answered. The one, the questions that Elizabeth Shaw from Prometheus wanted to know is like, why did you make us? And why did you want to destroy us after having made us? Th- those are the questions she wanted to answer and they will never be answered ever. I mean, it's, just, 
that's just i was so disappointed well we don't know that i mean you they may they may be answered because david's still around david david's the only character that's still going through he may still have the answers maybe he's going to reveal them later on but what happened to the engineers though there's i mean there's no going back like there's no going back so i i i mean i guess i would be i would be very surprised if they are able to incorporate that in some following up films, you know, in the next couple of years or whenever they come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, you know, and the way it happened too, like the way it happened. Oh man. She's oh, <laughs> like, okay. And so this goes, this goes into another thing that I didn't like, you know, those, that, that little like two, three minute clip that I, yeah. you know, that I sent you before um, mm-hmm. we went to the movie. that part wasn't even included in the film. There was maybe like 30 seconds of it that was included in the film, but uh, Naomi, uh, I think it's uh, Rapace or Rapace. uh, Uh The, yeah, the the Mm -hmm. actress that plays Elizabeth Shaw. She does. She's not even in alien covenant. She's, she's not, she's not in it. Like she has no acting scenes whatsoever. And Mm -hmm. like, weren't, weren't you anticipating her being like a prime uh, character in the next film though? Yeah, I, I mean, I would have. I mean, that little, the two minute, three minute snippet of of um, little story that that you had sent me to yeah. watch prior. Yeah, that was definitely really helpful because if I didn't have that, I definitely think I would have been a little bit lost because they, when they did touch back on all of it, I don't think they explained it as well as that two minutes did. Right, and so I was, I was, I, I was surprised that they did, they didn't include that, and. I would say it's okay to talk about that one because anybody can go online and watch that. And I think people who go see Alien Covenant are meant to watch that two-minute clip. But, you know, at the end of Prometheus, the only people surviving is Elizabeth Shaw and David, the synthetic robot. And so in this two-minute clip, it shows Elizabeth Shaw fixing David, you know, because his head gets ripped off by the engineer. (laughs) But she fixes him. And he, like, he has, like some sense of gratitude, you know, as much as an alien robot can feel, uh, or not, I'm sorry, not alien, a synthetic robot, you know, and saying that you are the kindest human, you know, that I've ever met. Like no one has shown me such compassion before, not even my maker. Right. So Elizabeth mm-hmm. Shaw is like, they've developed this type of bond in this relationship, them too. And where do they go? They want to go to the, to the world of the engineers and they want to ask them questions and so, but when you get there, like, like no, none of those things happen. None of those things happen. And I, I that was the, the biggest thing, dude, that just, it irked me so bad. I was, I was so disappointed that they didn't answer those questions. Like, or even, even just, just prolong the story, continue to the story. Maybe they don't have to answer the questions, but like still involve the engineer somehow. Oh, yeah. man. Man, yeah, I mean, man. yeah, they're they're definitely long gone. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, yeah. But but I I I'd have a hunch we're gonna get more answers out of the next movie or or the next couple movies as long as David's present. I think he'll keep doing flashbacks. You're giving me hope, hope that I do not have right now. But um, all right, okay. So here's here's a few other things that I didn't like. So just kind of on that same note, when prometheus happened or when prometheus was released ridley scott already had plans for a prometheus 2 yeah. not, not alien mm-hmm. covenant it was a prometheus 2 right so it it was 
it was the next step of the Prometheus story. However, there was so much backlash from like fans in the audience about, oh, we wanted this to be alien. Where were the aliens? There were no aliens. What is this weird story you gave us, right? Mm-hmm. That that he scrapped it. He totally scrapped the movie that, in my opinion, should have been and and totally changed it. And in and, and order to, you know, not totally trash Prometheus, that he had to incorporate the story somehow, but he gave you an alien movie, right? Sure. I, dude, I just, I wish he had done the Prometheus story. I wish he just said, I don't care what all of you fans think. I want to do the movie I want to do. We're going to do Prometheus too. I, and that's, dude, that's the movie I wanted. And that's not the movie we got. And so like, man. So yeah, when the movie ended, like I'm sure if people, if people, I guess did not see Prometheus, you know, if they just skipped it and just saw alien covenant, yeah. You know, I, I think I think probably a lot of people would, would like the film. I don't think they'd care too much about the Prometheus story or the engineers or anything like that. Like, I think from what Alien Covenant showed, I think it was an intriguing enough movie. But I don't know for uh, for fans who like Prometheus, man, I don't know. I, it might be a toss up. So I'm actually, dude, I'm actually surprised you liked it so much. Yeah, well, I. I mean, David's, I mean, Michael Fassbender stole the show. And yes. He's, he's yeah. he was, he definitely kept me interested. If he wasn't in it, I probably would have left. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, I agree. Was, I agree. He was, he was leaps and bounds, like the, the best actor on screen. I mean, I, I, I liked, I liked the other, um, you know, the other actors that they had, like the, um, the actress that played Daniels, uh, her name's Catherine mm-hmm. Watterson. Uh-huh. And then obviously Tennessee, you know Danny McBride. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a he's a riot. He was, yeah. I thought he'd be I thought he'd be a little bit funnier in the in the movie. A few he, more jokes or something. He he had but, a couple, but yeah, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't as funny as you know obviously some of his previous movies. But uh, and then uh, what's his name too? James Franco. I I was surprised to even <sighs> see him in it for two seconds. Well, and that's the thing. So okay, so along with uh, just for our listeners who don't know, along with this two, three minute short video that uh, Doug and I were talking about. There is another short video that you are meant to watch before you go see alien covenant and James Franco's in it and he has lines and he talks and he's like in a blanket and he's talking to everybody. Cause he's the captain. James Franco mm-hmm. has maybe like 60 seconds on screen. Like that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's like a cameo. He's barely in it. And I, I thought he was going to be like a main actor. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised to just see him in and out before I even knew it. Yeah. Okay. So here here are my last critiques. All right. So another one of my biggest disappointment disappointments was that I wasn't scared and I wanted to be scared. My my favorite Alien film is the original Alien because of how how scary it is and like even the, I've seen the the movie a dozen times and. Mm-hmm. Still, when I watch it, like it, it, there's there is almost a perfection in terms of this horror movie about Alien because of it, one because of how creepy they make the ship that the you know the cast is on. Yeah, it's quiet. They do these shots where it will just it will just shoot down a hallway, and all you see is the hallway, and there's no sound. And like it just holds that shot for like five to ten seconds, and it makes you feel alone. Yeah. 
it makes you feel very alone and very vulnerable on this ship and like in the audience as like a movie watcher. And there is this, just this unknown feeling about the alien itself and this sense of dread and terror that the movie builds and the anticipation that it builds because you don't know what's going to happen around the next corner. And it, dude, it freaks the heck out of me every time I watch it. And I, I mean, just from the trailers, I was hoping, I was so hoping to get that. And you don't, you don't get that at all. I, and so I'm, I, and you agree, right? I mean, it wasn't yeah. that scary. It no, wasn't not that scary. All. Yeah. And, and I thought, I thought Prometheus was a lot creepier than Alien mm-hmm. Covenant. So, my last critique is, man, dude, it, the movie was so predictable. Every every time, you know, because you know, if anyone has seen the previous Alien movies, you know the Alien is going to get some people, right? Mm-hmm. You know it's going to happen, and you know it. You know it before it happens, and there's no there's no suspense. There's no gotcha moments. There is no jump out of your seat moments. I think maybe one. There was like one. Um, that happened when, uh, <laughs> um, I, I think it's just at, towards the end when David is like directing him down the hallways and telling him where to go, you know, and then you get a scene of the alien and he like smashes the, the camera. Oh like, yeah. Like, yeah. so that I think was maybe like the only gotcha moment, but like mm-hmm. there was no buildup. There was no buildup or this sense of just like dread of like what's coming, you know, and I, I just, it was just highly predictable. And especially the end. Tell me you, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I knew, I knew who that was. Yes. I mean, from like the get-go, you yes. knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just, it was so predictable. And I think because of its predictability, that it, it didn't allow it to be scary at all. So... All right, man. I'm, sure. I'm off. I'm off my soapbox. I'm. I'm done. My <laughs> my rant's over. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's let's do let's do our highlights. Tell me tell me what you liked about the movie. All right. Um, I would say again, Michael Fassbender. He was the only thing that I liked about it. As as far as what you were like impressed by. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, you know, I mean, there wasn't. There really wasn't anything else. It was more of just an explanation type movie, it seemed like, just to set up more movies. Okay. But other than that, I mean, there's just, yeah, just Michael Fassbender. He was he was really great. Yeah. Yeah, he was. That scene, so, um, and this is not a giveaway because you can, anybody can look this up just on IMDb. But uh, Michael Fassbender plays two characters, but, you know, he plays himself for each character. Um, and... And there's a scene where he fights himself. And that scene, dude, that scene was awesome. I mm-hmm. like that scene. That one was yep. really good. And so there's another scene, yeah, when they are introduced and they talk to each other. And I think that's probably maybe a scene you're referring to in terms of like his performance. Yeah. Yeah. That that in one the was cave. Yes, in the in cave. The cable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. He he by far was the best actor in the movie. Um Okay, before I go, any other any other highlights you wanted to mention? No, I think that's that's about it. Okay. So, what I liked about the film, I liked I I definitely like Michael Fassbender, you know, and you've already mentioned that. Um so I I won't go too much into that. I liked um I I like Catherine Watterson as Daniels. I know a lot of people might think that she was kind of dull, you know, maybe not as uh, strong of an actress or heroine 
as like uh, Sigourney Weaver as Ripley mm-hmm. in the originals. And I would agree. She's definitely not as strong of a character, but I like seeing, I like seeing females play these lead roles, especially in kind of, you know, horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I, I liked her in that role. Um, and yeah, I, I like Danny McBride as Tennessee. I, I'm, I'm happy that he was included in the film. I'm happy that they cast him. I think he provided a, a certain element to the film that maybe helped it to be not so dark and dreary, you know? So it's kind of more, a little bit lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, other than that, man, I just, I don't know, man. I was, I think I was just so disappointed in the film and, and how they just threw away the Prometheus story to go in a different direction that I just, I don't know. There just wasn't a lot that I liked about the movie. And so like, like I think about, and I'll, I'll, I'll let these be my final thoughts and I'll give you your chance to do your final thoughts before we go into our recommendation. But I, I kind of base like how much I liked a movie on whether or not I will want to see it again. And like, if I will buy it when it comes out, um, I liked Prometheus so much that I like right when it came out, I bought it, right? I bought it and you and I watched it again and I've probably seen it five times since it's been out, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I, and it's a movie that I'll go back and rewatch cause it's that good. Like, I really think it's that good. And the story is that good, dude. I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy alien covenant and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not going to watch it again. I really not like there's, there's nothing about it that like, that was, intriguing enough that I would want to go back and be like, Oh, maybe I missed something. Maybe there was something that I didn't see or didn't pay attention to. No, it just, it's just, it's not a movie that I'm going to buy (laughs) or, or watch again. Probably maybe, maybe if you buy it and I'll come visit you back home in Reno. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like that'll happen. (laughs) So yeah, let me hear your final thoughts. I, I, I hear what you're saying on it. I think that it's definitely a necessary movie to have. Um, I think that the movie is just passing the torch as, I mean, basically just circling the entire next few movies, maybe around David and having him literally just be so arrogant that he is the creator. I mean, he's, he's, he, you, you get the feeling, you get the idea through the movie, I, I would say that he's, he, he thinks he's better than everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and he and he says that. I mean, he says that. You know, he's like humans. Humans had their chance. You know, they. You know. Yeah. Well, because he's trying to convince his his counterpart Walter. Mm-hmm. You know, of his plan, basically. Well, yeah, yeah, because he says he doesn't believe that um, Waylon even deserves to meet his creator or know why he that he was created in the first place. Yes. He's unworthy of it. Yes. And but I, I think it's just passing the torch on to David. I mean, it's. You know he he's he's a he's a being that's going to be around for a while. He's not going to die. Uh, he's he's going to be there and he's going to be creating stuff. <laughs> and that's fair. Like I, I guess you know, um, your your take on it is you liked it because of what it is going to potentially present in sequel films. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty good, man. Let's let's wrap this up and we're going to give our our backseat director's recommendation. Our recommendation. All right, Doug, I think I'll go first because you probably already know what I'm going to say. And uh, I'll let you in on a lighter note, but my, my recommendation 
is this is a no go. And and what I mean by no go is it's I don't think it's worth seeing in theaters. Uh, you know, when it comes out on video, if you if you are an alien fan, yeah, rent the movie, watch it, you know, get your own take on it. Me personally, just from how disappointed I was in the movie and I, I, I wanted to take some time to think about it. And the longer I've had to stew, the more I disliked it. So, <laughs> so, so my recommendation is a no go. Doug, what is your backseat director's recommendation? I would, uh, I'd go see it out of the matinee. All right. And, all right. And, uh, I, I mean, I think it's, if, if you're into the movies, I think it's definitely a movie to, to, to see to just to, just to stay up on it, you need to you need to follow the story. Go yeah. see it. Okay. Okay. All right, man. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Doug. Well, hey, well, this is this is the end of the podcast. You did great, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Of course, man. I I enjoyed it. I was I, dude, even though I didn't like the movie, man. I, I was looking forward to to this review. I I, I knew it was going to be fun to do with you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna have uh, another one of my buddies Dan uh, be on the podcast, but um, he unfortunately uh, was unable to make it. But we'll we'll have him on another movie, and and uh, dude, I, for sure I'll, sure, I'll have you on another movie as well. So uh, right, yeah, we'll right. do this again. So okay, but before Sounds I let you, before I let you go, Doug, if if our listeners want to get a hold of you and if uh, they want to continue today's conversation about Alien Covenant, how can uh, how can they reach out to you or follow you on so- social media? Uh, Instagram, Doug, <coughs> I'm on Instagram, Doug Nugent, and Facebook, Doug Nugent. All right, man, J- just like Ted Nugent, right? The Nugent. Exactly. <laughs> the Nuge. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. So, uh, um, yeah, and uh, listeners, you guys know how to uh, how to reach out to Backseat Directors as well. Just follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The handle's the same for all three. It's at the BD Podcast, and uh, make sure to stay up to date with uh, all the latest on which movies I'm going to be seeing next. And if you want to review it with me, just like Doug, shoot me a message, and uh, we'll have you on the podcast. So, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for downloading today's episode, and uh, we'll see you next week at the movies. The Backseat Directors theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The BD Podcast. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.